All right, everybody. Welcome to the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am here with uh, my host, uh, Yosef Feldstein, who came in hot, coughing up a storm. Hocking up shit like Noah. Fucking, I got a small room here. I, I, I drink too much to have a good immune system. And I, I, I don't have health insurance. I can't be getting your illnesses, By the buddy. way, you are so lucky that it's just this cough, if you heard about the week I've had since I left here last Thursday. Oh, can we, are we going to have a special diarrhea episode part two? Um, or it wasn't, was there it di- wasn't that epic? E- there was a little diarrhea, but it wasn't... It, it was... It was I, I only had it for about, I don't know, half a day. But Friday night, the Friday night after our last pod... Um, we were uh, by my parents in Stanford. Midnight Friday night. Maybe you're allergic to your parents. Maybe that's what's going on here. Ooh, hot take. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's where everything goes down, right? Or maybe your mom's like, this is like sick. Um, this is like uh, a storyline from uh, what's the cop show that's been on forever? Cops. No, not that one. The, the, NYPD like, Blue? NYPD, yeah, this is or like... Or whatever the... Dun, 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 Oh, that's dun. Law & Order. Yeah. yeah, Law & Order. This never, is like, never seen an episode, but yeah. This is like a classic Law & Order plot. Like, your mom is so in love with you and misses, like, the days that you were a kid and she could care for you that when you come over, she's purposely poisoning, poisoning. the food so that Ooh. she can be motherly again. I love it. That's some sick, sick t- twisted shit. That is very twisted, and I love that that angle. And my wife would agree with you 100% right off the bat. She wants you to stay in yeah. Saturday night. She doesn't want you to leave once the Sabbath is over. And, and she we wants were you planning to on leaving on so Saturday she can night. Come back to your room and go, and that did honey, not happen. I brought you some Pedialyte. Honey, Pedialyte? I brought you some chicken soup. Oh, I've been pounding some Pedialyte as a boy. You? Like personally? Yeah, yeah. I thought you can't have that after you're like seven years old. Hangover helper, buddy. Oh, wow. Fucking it electrolytes. Yeah. It's all sugar. It's better than Gatorade and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Come right. on, buddy. See, I don't even know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to use your body and wake up in the morning and live a somewhat normal life, Pedialyte, people. <laughs> what a great sponsorship. Pedialyte. Are you a reckless drunk who wakes up with horrible hangovers? Well, you should bring it, bring it back to when you were a six-year-old. Do you find that no matter how much water you consume, eggs, salty food, or greasy things, you just can't get past that hangover? Well, that's where Pedialyte is here to help. Not just for four-year-olds. They should probably market it out. They could have a wider age, a wi- a wider, uh, target I think, market. I think it's well known that uh, Pedialyte's a, for real? a good Not well yeah. known yeah. enough for You're not me much to of a know party that. guy, buddy. I guess not. No, that's no, no. sad. You're more of a food and beverage person. Okay. You're the kind of guy who spent, says, shows up to a place, goes, I spent too much time in these pants today. Can I take them off while I'm here? <laughs> oh, and you <laughs> bust, you, and oh, you I took off my socks, of course. So- oh, that's disgusting. Really overdoing it if today. If you're telling me it's disgusting, I don't feel good no, about this decision. No, no, no. I'm just not, I, I don't love feet. Like what's Like what's on this floor? No, 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 not that my floor is disgusting. The fact that your bare foot is oh, on my, my floor. Oh, my bare feet are yeah. making your your holy floor more disgusting, I, even not, though uh, there's disgusting everywhere on the listen, floor. Listen, I'm not much of a people person, and I'm certainly not much of a barefoot person. <laughs> but all right, we're, we're going to get through it together. Coughs and bare feet and all. <laughs> I keep this room in very sanitary <laughs> conditions, Mr. Feldstein. <laughs> You're really... <laughs> oh my destroying God. the ambiance that I have. The, the, pi- the picture for this episode should be a picture of your room, just to, just for everyone to yeah. really uh, know okay. what's going on here. Well, anyways, but Friday buddy, night. You said so. Uh, all right, Friday I, night. Well, and, I don't want to hear too much of the sickness. It, it, like, so you got sick over? No, the no, no, no. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get sick. No, the kids no, no, got no, sick. no, 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 no. Friday night at midnight. I'm sleeping in the same room as the two year old, and she decides to start throwing up. Just it's, on you or in her own bed? In her crib. In her just fills yeah. up the whole crib. <laughs> it was all over, and oh it was surprised, shockingly. At, you know, it's been known how how much random shit she eats: cat food, lotions, all sorts so of garbage. So there's my keys. This is. The, <laughs> it's shocking that this is the first time she's ever thrown up. Okay, maybe that'll teach the, her to stop eating random shit all the time. No, but it, it clearly wasn't. The random shit's not making oh, her throw okay. up because she's been eating that her whole life. <laughs> the right. random shit. It's her first time throwing up. She threw That's up. That's like that scene in, uh, I love that scene in Black Sheep when he goes, did you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? <laughs> and, and he like has that look on his face like, wait, you're not supposed to eat paint chips? <laughs> or no, I think he even says like, yeah. Why do you why? ask? <laughs> he goes, how? Wh- yeah. Why? <laughs> That's also the, the same movie as, uh, it was me. I ate the shit pudding. <laughs> shit pudding. I don't remember that. 
that wasn't that 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 uh movie he's telling a story about like how he he uh made shit pudding for his brother and served it to him and then everyone's cracking up and he goes I don't even have a brother. It was me. I ate the shit pudding. <laughs> I don't remember that joke. But it, it could very well be. All right. So your daughter starts puking into her crib. Puking until. It's, it's oozing out the sides of this thing. It, yeah, it was disgusting. So um, she was puking until six in the morning, probably like six or seven times. Um, and that just like killed. It, it just like because like we barely got any sleep. Um, it just like set the tone for the <laughs> essentially the rest of the weekend. And we ended up because this was actually kind of scary. Um, she on Saturday day, she was just miserable, but she was crying and tears weren't coming out. Ooh. Oh, cause she was so dehydrated. Yeah. And she wasn't like drinking anything. Like then she like had a fever. Pedialyte. Come on, buddy. So, but in the end, she was actually served Pedialyte at the hospital in the ER. You see, I could have saved you the trip. And she didn't have any. She refused it. She refused the Pedialyte? Yeah. Plus they had to give her just, an I, she had to give her an IV. Um, she, had, she had juice, but she, did, she didn't want the, the Pedialyte. Whatever. In the end, like they were just worried about a bunch of stuff. It was like dehydration, and they were concerned about a UTI also because she was like complaining. Like, she was trying, like, she, no pee was coming out either, but, like, she was... Compl- this is whatever. too much information about this your is, I'm going too far? Yeah. Whatever. We, we ended up in the ER from, like, 3 o'clock Saturday until, like, 9.30, so it was, like... The whole you're, day. You're, you're, Experience, you're, seven hours. No, your, your whole uh, theory on, oh, like, you'll stay Saturday night. We were, we were planning on leaving Saturday night. Right. But we ended up staying until, you know, Sunday, like, mid-morning or whatever. And then she, yeah, she was miserable Sunday, Monday. All right, I get it. Your kid, she was back. No, no, no. Then it got my wife sick Tuesday. She so, got the 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 so bug on Tuesday. So it took a turn. Everyone got I, sick except for the older one. But then yesterday she got an ear infection. So it's just been like one thing leading to the other the whole week. And now like I. Th- we're hopeful that we're all out of it, but yeah, that's that's great. Right. Well, thanks for uh, letting me know what I might be in for. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you, it, oh, a week an, of, an of ear misery and diarrhea. Perfect. Don't worry, that's <laughs> really what I was hoping for. Your um, infection's uh, not contagious, so you're good. And I didn't get it. Okay, cool. Um, any other illnesses but you spe- want to report <laughs> in on? Speaking of shit pudding, did you uh, catch a Super Bowl? Yes. Here's my take, man. I've been a lifetime Giants fan. That's it. I'm switching the Eagles. Because that fan base is, is no, way more hardcore. I just I want to see some more riots. I want this to be like an annual, like fuck the fucking Super Bowl. I want Philly to win because those riots are going to become more elaborate year over year. Well, if if they continue to get far, if they make it to the Super Bowl, they're rioting either way, like win or lose. That right. was like that was the whole thing going into this one. So like you you just want like a steady stream of of. You know, I want some good Philly riots. Yeah, like I you don't like, want mediocre season because then they're not going to riot. I feel like this was like round one. They were first figuring out like, hey, we could do this. And Ew. now that it like cats out of the bag, like, they have to up their game. And, 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 and they, pr- they, pr- they brought it pretty hard. Yeah, there was dudes eating shit. That's what I'm saying. There the shit were pudding. people fucking Th- That is like, oh my God. Yeah, continue. There were there was like a food fight inside of like a Wawa, which got pretty, or like well, some that was just like That was, that was just like hand. classic rioting. They had beforehand they sprayed down the like the poles with like slippery shit so people couldn't climb the poles they were all over it was like but rampage people, they were all over people it people still got up on the poles did yeah. you see the guy we weren't gonna stop these fucking eagles <laughs> did eagles you see the fly. guy come on cops he was climbing up the pole and then when he got to the top he started pissing on everyone oh that's hilarious and like and, and, then, and, they and they're like yeah. their and put in? <laughs> like you delinquent king now i was actually the, the footage of the Philly riots was not great, which was disappointing. There like, was like some, I, I saw some pretty decent uh, security cam footage from like inside those oh, that's convenience fun. stores. That was great. But I was surprised because like even during hurricanes, you get the guy who stands out there like, hi, I'm standing in the middle of a hurricane. Oh, there were there no news none reporters. Of that. There was no. no news reporters on the street. Why would they want to be there? I, I feel I like guess. they were even on the street in Charlottesville. Like... Yeah, this is this is a whole new level, Rob. Whole new level. All right, so I, I didn't have much to say about um, the, the the game. was a, It was a fun, high flying, offensive game. It was fun to watch. It's a great game. Um, halftime show was not my speed. It's not my kind of music. Whatever. It was boring to me. But unless you have something that you want to comment in terms of the game or halftime show, 
I'm going to delve into commercials here. Yeah, let's go because I actually missed the halftime show. Um, Diarrhea. <laughs> kid actually, kid I was actually in up. transit. Transit. I was uh, heading to to watch the second half elsewhere nice. because I just needed to get double party it. duty. It wasn't even. It was the first half was like not a party. It was just at your house. Be, yeah, Did you at least cook t- yourself something. Absolutely nice to eat? not. It was uh, Sunday. Was a miserable day. Uh, I know. Uh, so sorry, I went buddy. to f- yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, the commercials I liked, I thought were funniest was the Amazon. They did a good job. I thought they did a great job. I thought that was very funny. Specifically the uh um the what's his name? The 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 Anthony Hawkins. Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. That was that was really funny to me. The Silence of the Lambs guy? Yeah, with Hello Clarice. <laughs> and he's petting the whatever. And then the other commercial I thought was super funny was the E Trade commercial. Did you see that? I did. So my question for you on the E Trade commercial, while it's funny. To me, I, I like. I was surprised that they did it because it, it's got a, like an element of ageism to me. Well, it had an element of oh, this is kind of sad that it's no. Well, it had that element into- of it's sad that these people have to work. That was the whole point. They were playing off the fear of this is what it looks like if you don't have to retire. But then on the other side, I do think that there are some qualified people of not necessarily the age that they're portraying, but older people who might like. I could see why that commercial is offensive to them because what are you kinda, talking about? Like in the sixty to seventy age bracket? I mean, my grandfather is ninety-two. He's still working as a lawyer. Like all by it's not like in the same capacity that he used to, but they're uh-huh. definitely like older people who still like showing up to work and working. All right. Well, I don't think it. I think it. You don't, it didn't hit that chord for me, at least, where it was like, oh, this is this is not right to the 80-plus age age group. I, I would hope your grandfather would be able to see that. And would get a laugh. Take, yeah, uh, like, oh, yeah. Uh, most of those fuckers my age are, right. are like that. It's a funny commercial, though. Yeah. I, that's like, if I was writing commercial, that's like, like it, 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 to me, it, it was the perfect format. They took the, the thing that you'd be afraid of, and then they just like kind of heightened it, made it super funny. So yeah. good. It was a good format. I like um, the tight ads. You know what people were talking about? That I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch them because because they were so under the radar. No, because they were under the radar, and there was so much kids screaming going on where I was watching the game. It was oh, too yeah. subtle to like tune in for. You know what I mean? Like there are all these yelling kids. There's a guy driving a car. You're like, there was nothing. By the way, where you were at, there was one kid, right? It was enough. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There was that their kid and one other kid. Oh, so there was multiple. Yeah, and and the yells of like a thousand. It was unbelievable the the noises that were coming out of those little two kids. Yeah, that's my life, Robbie. I mean, I was drinking vodka Red Bull. How do these kids have more energy than I do? <laughs> I was like almost upset. Like, what? what, what, what and how are they, were they doing? getting to a level where it was upsetting you? Yeah, exactly. On your vodka Red Bull. Yeah, buzz. if I'm drinking vodka Red Bull, I should be good with anything. You know, <laughs> like I've put exactly what I need in my system to just be good, to be leveled out. <laughs> how are these little fuckers actually breaking through? Me? Yeah. What What else do I need to throw into my system? <laughs> uh, good thing I'm not uh, a parent. Um, but were they were they like uh, bothering you? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm or kind. it was just being bothered. Like they were just just their being I, was bothering I'm, you. I, I'm I'm mostly kidding. I like I could intellectualize the like oh this is fucking agitating. But then on the other side, I don't leave my apartment. I was at someone else's house for two hours. I was having a nice time hanging out. So it's not like that was ruining the fat. You know okay. what I mean? Like I could. I, oh, so I, you're a decent human being. No, okay. I could be That's funny and be. Ang- but it's like it was. It, I was half amused by it for for the, the the exact amount of me being annoyed by it. I was also amused by it. And then, right. like, I kicked around balls with the kids also. Like, it was you know, okay. it wasn't... But seriously, I was trying to watch a fucking commercial. <laughs> you missed the Tide ads. Yeah, completely. I, I, but, You'll have okay, to watch So what was, what was good about the Tide ads? I didn't... Because it was so... I, I thought... I liked it because it kind of blended in to just... And that's what they were trying to do. Blending it into just your generic other type of ads. So it was an ad without even realizing it was an ad. But then they would, like say that it was a tight ad like if if you were watching kind of like loosely right you'd see it in like oh there's just like you know some boring not even boring like what whatever beer commercial or so what, what was funny about that or that, it wasn't funny it was just a good ad the whole kind of mocking the whole super bowl commercial oh what it is sphere. yeah okay i got you that they were trying to uh 
I don't know. It the was... other commercial I liked, I liked the uh, Pringle commercial that reminded you that they aren't just disgusting when eaten separately. <laughs> there was a Pringle commercial? You didn't see the Pringle commercial? I don't think so. It was, actually, it was with uh, Bill Hader. Oh, uh, no. Didn't see it. Yeah, Pringles. I didn't even realize they were still around. Oh, they are. Do you like Pringles? Very much so. All right. I like I like the traditional, just the plain one, which is odd because usually Very I like, which I usually if like you're going to for Pringles, go. It's for the exotic flavors. But that's that's where I, that's where I. Were you ever duck, that? Were you ever duck mouth Pringle eater? Mm, I think that was stupid. No, you just straight up. No, I now, just eat like a nice stack of them and just plow just into my mouth. In. Yeah, yeah, I can but see that. Like most chips, yeah, I'll go for like the exotic flavors. Pringles, just the traditional plain ones Shock. are just so good on their own i don't buy it i, I i'm t- you probably haven't had a pringle in a while i've not had a pringle in a while don't I think i've been missing uh, out no, on- i think you're missing out when was the last time you had a pringle uh two days ago no swear to god like, they're in my well, house well, like what's the occasion is that just because your kids eat pringles so you have like a stash of them every once in a while you'll munch i think on a that's how they got or into like, the rotation where, of the house like where food? do you think you could be going that you're like Pringle, I need Pringles. Like that's my go-to snack. Or is it a car well, ride? It's, no, it's is it's, it going it's to like not a movie? A, you're gonna snick it into your pocket. No, it's like, it's a home one because it's in that odd container. It's not really like a transportable snack. It's more transportable than a bag of chips. It's like contained in the container. You can almost toss that. It's thing a very around. weird kind of. Put in your pocket, make people think you got a black wiener. <laughs> True, but uh, yeah, who am I kidding? Right. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I want, I'm delving into this. Where are you that you're like, I'm craving a Pringle right now. I'm going to go pick up. A, or you, Again, it's, or it's not just, it's part of that. House I said it's part it. of the rotation. It has gotten into the All right, let me ask house this. You're on a grocery trip You're on a road trip. rotation. You're stopping at a gas station. Probably not getting Pringles. So then they're not high up on your snack list. I, I'm telling you. You're, you're 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 saying to me that there's never an occasion where I go. I got to go out and get Pringles. I'm excited about Pringles. I need a Pringle in my life right now. I got an itch. I got to scratch it. You know what's gonna scratch that itch? It's a Pringle. That's I'm, not what you're saying. Guess what? Next week I'm bringing Pringles. I'm listen, bringing a canister of Pringles. You can bring. You need to just taste it. Listen, not taste it. You can bring. Re eat it. You can bring and all, just all the fucking Pringles can, I want. You can bring all. You can bring forty flavors of Pringles. I'll eat your Pringles. Pringles are fine. I'm not hating on Pringles. You're but just saying talking, they're so schwach. If we're talking snack game here, there's nothing exciting about it. There's no one like, yes, yeah, someone showed up with the Pringles. I get that. No, on that but note, at the same yeah. time, if I had a canister of Pringles and I offered you one, you would eat about five thousand of them. It's it just it, it's not. You're right. It's not. It's not going to excite anyone. Just like seltzer is not going to excite anyone. Oh, I'm so if, excited for seltzer. No, we are excited are about me? seltzer. If I go over to someone's house and they got cold cans of seltzer, I'm like, I like this guy. But This uh, guy's yes, killing it. I, I agree with you, but it's not an exciting food item. It's I'm not ex- an exciting I'm excited drink. by seltzer. That's pathetic. Dude, if I go work in an I lo- office I love and they got a seltzer, seltzer stash, I'm like, this is a place I want to work. There's fucking stocking seltzers. That's a goddamn work perk to me, buddy. Are you kidding me? This. All right, listen. I more, feel like I, I want like to transition this snack conversation, but continue on the snack topic. And the commercials are we're ditching the commercials. We're done with commercials because that Doritos one was was a good one. Oh, I didn't love it. You talking about with Morgan Freeman and uh, little Tyrion Lannister? I didn't love it. Um, but I do want to talk about Doritos. Your snack wow. radar is wow. on wow. point. You've got ESP for snacks. I just re- I just knew that you were talking. You were hating on the uniqueness of Pringles. That I think so, your exciting snack was the Dorito. There was a New York Post article that Doritos to make a lady-friendly chip. Heard about this? And so here's glad the, you brought this up. Here are the changes that they want to make. So basically, <coughs> when when you eat a when you eat a Dorito, it uh it, it falls apart on you. It's crunchy, it's loud, it's messy. You end up like if you're eating one of the flavors, you get the orange on your on your on, on the tip of your fingers, you get the shit on your face. Basically looks like you gave a fellatio to a corn chip, right? <laughs> and now what's surprising to me is wait a second. There was an option for us not to be eating chips like that. Like they do serious research into like texture, crunch, scent, like all the shit to make it addictive. And apparently what they realized is that men like this experience, which I'm shocked by. 
I don't think anyone likes that's that what experience. I'm saying. No, but their research would would say that that's part of the experience that gets people to buy Dorito. That like this is optional. So like, what happened? They they so made now, chips that no, are Pringles no, because those are <laughs> not <laughs> not dirty, right? Contained. Yeah. Don't make a mess. Don't leave residue on your shit. And no one wants to eat them. <laughs> so. They want to make a daintier... You will be eating them next week. They want to make a daintier Dorito for the ladies. That's what they're trying to do. And then people got all their panties in a bunch. Forget their panties in a bunch. Are you? Is there actually a chick out there that's like desperate to eat the Doritos, but also wants a daintier option? Actually, no. <laughs> like, like the, the fit chick who like, but doesn't want. Like, she's too ladyish to eat the current Doritos, but like, she totally wants Doritos. And then they were saying they were going to make it in like a smaller bag so that you could fit it into your purse. Now, firstly, greatest thing in the world is some chubby chick trying to get something in her purse and popping a thing of Doritos all over the place. <laughs> Secondly, this is uh, uh our, our our buddy Seth said this to me years ago. I thought it was on point, but he said it's always. Uh, I'm just gonna say it, it's always fat chicks like they keep snacks in their purse and they think that everyone else does that too. <laughs> wow, what a what an revolution! What a, <laughs> no, he said like they they, Such they, a they they think that that's like normal that like every person of course like you might get hungry you keep a snack in your, your blood sugar but that that is fat people shit that is not nor like that is not, skinny person does not have just in case snack in their purse because. They're just okay with being hungry, or like uh-huh. they're not nervous about the fact that they won't be Might able to starve. That's that's I, I'm fat guy. I get it, but I'm just telling you that's fat. Like, do you keep snacks in your? No, I can't keep snacks bags? in the apartment. Are you kidding oh. me? No, you don't even have snacks in. No, that's a big no. That's a big no, buddy. I don't keep booze here. I don't keep snacks here. There's a boot. yeah, but I specifically won't buy a six pack. I'll go out and buy. A single beer mm. for a single occasion. You're a special guy. Yeah, I am a special guy. You got to know yourself. A couple... Uh, I don't need to share this. No, I know. A couple weeks ago, I, I, know you. I, I actually bought like a bottle of uh, of like a whiskey. I'm like, this, this will be fine. I'm like, what? what That's ridiculous. Like, I it was keep... gone in four hours. No, it's not that it was gone in four hours. It's then yeah, I end up drinking for four days in a row. And then it comes like 5 p.m. and you're, you're like, well, it's right there. Like, it becomes... Yeah. You start your whole life. I think there's a, a word for that. Head. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you just don't keep it in your house, and that's why you can that's edit why? podcasts. Um, okay, enough with all this snack talk. Let's get into the meat of the situation. No, before I got one more point on snacks. Mm. I got Ooh, one more other thing exciting that I want to say about snacks. How do I get the job as the snack consultant? Like, I think this was a bad idea. Like, so to even go for the lady chip. Yeah, no, I think if you can make a better Dorito, just make a better Dorito. And not I don't call it think, a lady chip. I don't think that like I don't think anyone's into these messy Doritos, and I don't right. think there's any trendy hot lady who wasn't eating Doritos on account of the fact that they're they're not eating because it's garbage food. I don't think you're gonna make Doritos less messy, and all of a sudden people are gonna be like, "Oh, I'm gonna eat Doritos in the office now." Like right. I, I don't think that's what was holding it's, people it's, back. <laughs> it's not like this is gonna open up a whole new world for right for the Doritos. snack eaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, I can – let's have a conversation. I'll help you guys make a better Dorito. Like, not only <laughs> do I spend a lot of time eating snacks, most of my life is spent thinking about snacks, you know? Like, I, I, I've restocked vending machines. I've, I've put in my hours loitering at bodegas. I'm a snack – I know my snacks. You are a maven. You, you do – That's what I'm and, saying. And also, How do I get the snack so. consultant job? <laughs> well, you make it. It just start cold calling companies yeah. like hi. <laughs> I'm noticing your snack, and uh, I think I could really help you guys make some changes. I think, around uh, yeah. It. All right, maybe maybe you're right. Or you could just show up to like a bunch of. Uh, the- Can we do that on a bit on a podcast. I cold call snack companies and try and get myself a job as a snack consultant. Who's picking up the phone at nine o'clock? On no, a Thursday so maybe, I guess maybe I'll have to do that as a daytime bid and oh, drop it okay. in if I have any good conversations. That'd be great. You want to get in on that, though? You want to take off a day from work? Get on the phone with me? Try and cold call our snack services? No, I'm not really interested in getting fired from my job. What if I can get you a job as a snack taste tester? Snack consulting company. Come on. We'll talk. That's not a better gig? I'm going to call up your boss right now. Tell him you're not coming in tomorrow morning. (laughs) I got a new business venture going on. All right. It's enough about all this nonsense. All right. We got a a fan letter in, and I want to address what this fan had to say. All right. All right. So uh, for all you people out there, you know, comment on SoundCloud. Send us fun stuff. Share us with your friends. We got to grow Email. the numbers a little bit. Email us, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. You, you'll get or on the air. you can call uh, Yosef's uh, cell phone directly, yes. the number being. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to you. All right. So here was our letter. We did our segment about the death penalty. And 
fan wrote in. I think he said something wise here. We're going to address it. You ready? We have the wisest fans. Maybe. We don't hear from all that many of them all that often. All right, but when we do. When we do, they're, they're pretty, they seem to be. kind of like the Dos Equis guy. Right. <laughs> the problem here is that none of our business, um, it's none of our business how people resolve conflicts that don't involve us. If someone hurts someone else, the victim and only the victim is able to decide what kind of compensation should be made for the trespass. If some government employees poison some folks, then the victim should decide how they are to be compensated. I can't say, hey, that really pisses me off and violates my values. Therefore, the aggressor should be killed because it's none of my business. If I were to have someone like that killed, how would the victims be compensated? Victim compensation is really all that matters. So I, I want to I unpack what he said a little bit. Not a lot of bit because this is heady stuff. This is run your mouth. What do you think this is? Part of the problem? Go write this shit to Dave Smith. We're not trying yeah. to unpack heady conversation over here. But where I do agree with him, and I think it's really funny, is um, a lot of times like Wall Street, people get in trouble for basically fraud. And the way the government... Yeah. The way the government will treat these cases of fraud and people being defrauded is they'll fine them. And now what's hilarious about a company being fined, and not just being fined, but being fined on the premise that they don't have to admit guilt, is that that's essentially a bribe. You're essentially paying the government so that no one gets in trouble. And it's really fraud on the other side. Well, it, it's yeah, you mean that the government, that the government like, kind of overlooked like, it. But it's like government's basically in on the racket. They yeah. do this shit. They get to say, hey, I'm not guilty. No one goes to jail. The victims don't get compensated. No, and government gets a payout. <laughs> victims getting compensated? Right. Come on now. And so you look at that and you're like, well, okay, this is just government being in on the racket. Uh-huh. So I think they that- They take their cut. It's they like- Basically, they're yeah. taking their cut. They're like, hey- It's like, you, oh, you can, you can steal that million dollars as long as we get 200000 on the back end. Right. So in that case, you know, like, I, I think he has some logic to him that if you're the victim, and maybe let's say you're the sole victim, so it does kind of make sense that you should be able to, as opposed to like government stepping in and jailing someone for a crime, maybe you should be able to figure out what what would what would be more inclined to you to kind of make up for that debt. Like, so for example, let's say, um, like, let, let's just, theoretical, like fellow let's say you get raped so if yes. you if you had the option of like listen that guy's going to show up to his job every single day for the next 10 years and i'm getting 75 percent of his fucking salary like he can pay his rent but that's it everything else goes to me and i'd rather that than him go to jail mm-hmm. so maybe you could say all right well i guess the infringement was on you and if you feel like that's more just than i then then that then that's more just however so here's the flip side of that and where I don't necessarily agree with him, which is it, it, it's kind of twofold. And by the way, he's taking like the more heady libertarian approach of there is. I, I don't want to unpack all that. They're like the, there is no whatever. I think, however, well, like eye for an eye shit. No, not that. That there is no government like there, that, that, that's like a conceptual concept that we bought into. That's oh. like that has no value whatsoever. And it's all about freedom and individual liberty. So it, there's no concept of society and a greater good. And so if something was infringed, like there, there's no reason for anything to happen except for these two individuals to kind of work it out. Now, the problem with that is like, let's just say as a theoretical, I'm a lady I get raped or my son gets murdered. Some, there's some sort of an infringement on me. And for some weird ass reason, I just go, I'm going to let the guy, it's off. I don't care. Go, go live your life. I don't want to have to think about it. Go live your life. Well, then what about every other person who's a potential victim? So are you now, is that person who just oh, let that go? You. Is that now on them? Because, or it's like, or if I took that option of, Hey, I was the person that's raped, but I'd rather them go to work every day. Well, is that now my responsibility to ensure that other people aren't raped? And also it kind of goes down the line there. Let's say, okay, yeah, I'll take, as you said, I'll take 75 of their paycheck. They can continue working, and let's say he rapes again. That's what I'm saying. So and if, then if he now, doesn't have any anything left. Right. If, you know, the next <laughs> rape victim says, right, oh, I want too. your cut. Like, yeah. that's, what are they going to take, 75% of the 25%? Of, exactly. And then... So there needs to be some sort of... Right. And then there's also something to be said for... And I, I somewhat, like... I think the conservative strict justice thing in a lot of ways is really stupid. Excuse me, I got a burp. But without unpackaging that, in some ways, if 
there are harsh penalties for for like serious crimes, like things like murder. I do think it prevents other people from from doing those crimes. So in my example, when I said a governor being so fraudulent or that he's running a government that like he says, hey, vote for me. I can take care of everybody's needs. I'm the most responsible person. You guys got to put me in charge. And not only is he not representing the people, he actually turns a blind eye to the fact that people are being poisoned. And so I said, to me, that's the ultimate infraction against society is someone going, Hey, put me in charge. I can be responsible. And then using that power to be not responsible, to not just not be responsible, but to harm people and then kind of run like the Ponzi scheme kind of thing. where You're chasing your own tail and trying to ignore it so that you can stay in power. So to me, I was like, that's such an infringement against society. I almost would like to just see that person. Like, I would like it if we drew a line in the stand and said, that is so horrible. We just have to get rid of these people to basically make an example for the next for the next group of people. Hey, society's not going to tolerate that. So he's arguing that the concept of society won't tolerate that is stupid. It's more about compensation for the victims. But now let's move a little bit further than that. So if you got this whole group of victims, so how are they supposed to get together and kind of, what do they take like a vote, how they all want to be compensated on the one guy? So I think to say that like, or within the current system where there is some sort of an idea of like, there is a current government and the government has to decide who are we going to punish? How are we going to punish them? And there are checks and balances. And there, and- to some extent. So I mean, for, I, I guess to advocate for, Hey, I want a stricter punishment against, um, government. Excellent. No, against government workers who are not um, not just not doing a good job, but they're actually proactively uh, doing proactively doing ill harmful, to yeah. to their people. So, not to say that he's I, like so he's right in that I do agree that I guess the victim should be allowed to get their justice, especially if it means that like them being compensated instead of the government, like on a financial crime, it makes no sense. So like in in that case, I think he's right. But then I think in terms of preventing future crimes to say that there's no value to someone going to jail or for government to step in and go, Hey, that crime is so bad. You like, clearly we need to remove you. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. So he's right and wrong, but I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to have any debates here. I don't no, want to invite him a, on and spend three hours on like, or even you know, you don't want to talk badly about one of our listeners. No, no, I, I, I said he's right and wrong. Let's just say he's he's right and I somewhat agree. Some, yeah, okay. And I somewhat there, disagree. There we go. There you go. All right, cool. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lose any listeners around. Me. <laughs> we can't afford to. <laughs> Listen, you're the smartest person. Don't let anyone tell you that. <laughs> Any of your views are ever wrong. You've never had a thought in your entire life that wasn't 100% accurate. And you know what? You don't even need to share your thoughts with other people because they're not going to get it, okay? <laughs> so speaking of crimes... You'd be a great parent. Speaking of crimes, Mr. Feldstein, sometimes you have to recognize when people are, are at the top of their field. You know okay. what I mean? Like If someone's like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like when someone gets to the absolute top of what they do, they got a dream in life, and they excel at it like no one else. You got to recognize that individual. And so today, the person we have to recognize is the Michael Jordan of child molesters, Larry Nasser. Oh, Larry. Oh, my God. I mean, nobody has pulled off this racket quite like this guy did. Uh, this motherfucker. I mean, what a fucking scheme. If this is your thing, if that, like, you get the best looking woman in the world. By the way. Gymnast? Uh, uh, maybe, right. I don't know. I'm not... It, whatever agree to disagree i'm not gonna, i'm not, I, I don't, I'm I'm not, not even commenting not on here. the children i'm commenting on the the, the, the gymnast over ones. the age of 18 no well you, obviously right, I, I, sick motherfucker by the way even, yeah um last week we talked about faces like uh steve Wynn. yeah yeah and how his face was just like like so i don't know i, I forgot how you described it but like this larry nasser guy like talk about faces of child molesters oh, and creeps. Just like like a, it just like it, you look at him and it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> um, okay, so there was this. I, I, upon further, uh, this is so not any topic to be making jokes about. But so basically, this dad he is in court and um, here we we could play the we could play the. This incident. dad is is a dad I aspire to be. You aspire to be this guy? This guy's dad of the year. Dad oh. of the century. Dad of the century? Oh, man. I fucking closed the... No, this this dad, he had two daughters that were abused by this Nasser guy. Two gymnast daughters. Were they gymnasts? Whatever it was. 
and he got his he got had, his moment in court. I had it loaded up. I failed to. Um, so at first he turns to the judge and he's like, "Hey, can I have a minute to go beat the shit out of this guy in a room?" And the judge's like, "Of course not." He's like, "Well, can I have thirty seconds?" Like, there's like no. And then he just took off and tried to charge him. And I mean, those cops should be in the fucking NFL. How quickly they tackled him. Their response time was epically perfect. Well, they're they're kind of in position to to do what they did right like that's kind of what their job is 99 percent of the time they're just those bailiffs they're just standing around but they're the they're in position to be able to i mean they made a flawless that. interception on this guy well it was more of a open field takedown open field takedown <laughs> I feel like that would make a great new sport is charging the criminal. Like, just see if anyone can get through that defense. Yeah, those like, bailiffs, man. <laughs> who's the best running back in the uh, NFL currently? Currently? I don't know. Todd or who's Gurley? Like, who's like a big dude, like uh, what the bus was? Like Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis, right? Jerome Bettis was the bus. Like, who's like that kind of... or Like, like a fullback Like a Brandon Jacobs kind of guy. Oh. Like, do you think those guys could have plowed through those five cops? Just in the open courtroom? In the open courtroom. Because you don't have a lot to, like, pick up steam. And these guys seem to have their tackle game down. See, they don't don't make those type of running backs anymore. It's all, like, the speedy pocket guys? The thing is, like, the bulky ones still have to have some speed. But, yeah, like, the Rondanes, the... Jerome Bettis is the Mike just, Allstotts. Remember just that guy running straight up the middle. Yeah, where they're plowing. Just, ooh, I think yeah. part of it like is, fullback is kind of like a it's a non-position anymore. I think part and I could be so wrong about this because I, I I just don't watch football basically ever except for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I'm like half watching that. I think part of it is that everyone has become so fast and so strong. And those guys, they don't age very well because they're really taking punishment. Oh, yeah. Because they're not dodging. They're just running straight up the middle, plowing through people. So maybe the like the relative size of the other guys are like bigger and stronger that you just can't really like, the, you know what I mean? Like, like out-muscle the you can't bigger really, guys on the other you side. You can't really out-muscle the guys in the middle well, anymore. The, a, running, like, a running back's career is like on average the shortest out of any position. Yeah, because you're just fucking... It's t- like the getting, average getting, running back career is like three years. You're just getting hammered. Hammered. All right. Next topic, buddy. Wow. That's all we discussed on this guy? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, man. Nine, uh, your your face is lighting up. Nine-hour speech, man. She gets on the floor at nine-hour speech. Now, first and foremost, like... I don't even know how to keep my mouth moving moving for, for nine, nine hours. hours. Uh, it, it, ridiculous. But nine-hour speech, you know, I'll spend a whole day watching television... But I wouldn't let my bosses know I'm wasting time like this. <laughs> He's going to get up for nine fucking hours and just talk nonsense. Like, just nine hours reading letters from illegal immigrants. Like, for real? Okay. So, this is what's great. The thing starts out, and clearly the lady who called her up, like, knew what she was in for because she had, like, this evil grin in her face. But she goes, I'd like to give the floor to Nancy Pelosi for a minute. And then the guy who's standing in the podium goes, uh, we now recognize Nancy Pelosi for a minute. And then she goes for nine fucking hours. Now, these are the things that like were bugging me. First and foremost, how does the guy at the stand not after like three minutes not get up and go, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yes, for a minute. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> right? See, that's, that's what's crazy about the whole, I don't know, whatever system this is like. This stuff happened, it's like in whatever bylaws to be allowable. I think it's only because she's like minority. No, I'm like, saying like you yeah. find whatever loophole and then that becomes allowable. Right. So now here's the next thing. They don't give you the full view of the room, which means you don't oh, get to, to watch. I'd love to see the all 22 on that. Yes. I want to see the people awkwardly shuffling in their seats like, how long how long do you think she's gonna go for? You know, like, do I have a, enough to take like, a bathroom break? Like, like how long and like look uh, and then slowly like the room just clearing <laughs> out and shuffling and the people at the stand just like I wanna see the guy who was standing at the, with his arm just up in the air, like behind the cameras, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, are you kidding? like what is going you know what I mean? They, uh-huh. But they, no, it's just a close up on her the whole time. You get not you get no perspective. We gotta you gotta 
Did you try to get your hands on the the full footage? No, but I, I want to take over production at C-SPAN. These guys got to step it up. <laughs> worst, worst television. They can make this shit interesting. They just choose not to. Like, okay, let, let's choose imagine your own this. adventure. Imagine you were choose your own running angle. color commentary on Nancy Pelosi getting up to give the nine-hour speech. You mean you, like the person that falls asleep? No, no, no. You're, you're color commentary. You're, oh, you're, the, you're the guy in the booth. Yeah. Here she is. Steps up. Clearly has a lot of papers. That's when you step in. You got a color commentary. I'm giving the play-by-play. I'm play-by-play here. That looks like a lot of po- papers, Rob. Uh, what do you think she's uh, going for here? I don't know, but with a stack of papers like that, we certainly could be in here for a while. And Nancy is starting to speak, and it sounds like she wants to address the DACA issue. Oh, boy. This is, this could be maybe, uh, I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes of... Uh of material here? What do you think? Well, we certainly all know that there are a lot of technical laws on the book when it comes to DACA. Oh, yeah. She could get really uh, down and dirty with this. This has been a fiery issue as of late, and uh, Nancy Pelosi herself has really had quite a bit to say. And um, it sounds to me from the verbiage that she's using, she might be taking the floor hostage here. Yeah, that's definitely what she's doing. She uh, she looks like she's got a lot of material there. She's uh, If you see right here... The stack of papers right in front of her, and uh, really, uh, she's just full steam ahead here. All right, our play-by-play is going to need work, but the C-SPAN crew also—they need—they need some play-by-play. Well, they definitely they need don't some better, have any announcers. They, they need some better camera angles. So okay, so also, I just—this is what I'm going to love in the future when like Nancy Pelosi asks for a minute, and everyone just clears uh. out right away. <laughs> it's like when the rabbi gets up to give the speech; everyone just fucking makes a run for it in the back, like that move. Well, the, like the veteran move is is getting out right before no you're like trying anticipating to, yeah no that's what i'm saying you yeah. try and time like when he's gonna and then if you see him walk in and his non-desired time you start making your way to the back uh-huh. of the room you see if he starts walking towards the front i know all the moves yeah. for getting out of synagogue when the rabbi's giving a speech mr yeah, feldstein yeah, you know all the moves of getting out or maybe even, maybe even not when they're speaking maybe Just, i know the retro yeah. moves from like five six years ago but if i went now they caught me off guard oh yeah if you I'm would like, go now like got some new skills <laughs> They studied totally the tape. The they studied your tapes, your moves. Yeah. I would be like the equivalent of like athletes when they're like, "Can the old school handle the new school?" <laughs> he does have some good old school moves, but <laughs> but the game has the, yeah. changed. Exactly. All right. So house session part one. House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi gave an uninterrupted speech of over eight hours, saying she would not leave the floor until Speaker Paul Ryan agreed to allow a vote on a bill that addresses the plight of undocumented migrants. Paul Ryan responded by saying, have fun. I'm going to call up Trump and see if he wants to play golf. (laughs) <laughs> Which is what I would have loved. He probably could have slipped out for, you know, I don't nine, nine holes. I would have loved to see the play by play. He wasn't there? Here, here's here's me in production. You ready? It would be screen, screen, split screen, Nancy Pelosi giving her speech and how Paul Ryan's spending his day. <laughs> <laughs> Here Nancy is in her fourth hour, and Ryan just got back from a workout. <laughs> All right. Now, headed to the cafeteria. What will he eat? A salad. That's right. He's a fucking skinny, boring person. Um, No one on Capitol Hill seems to take pride or like to be known as the concise guy. You know what I mean? There's no person that's like, oh, he gets up. He gets his point out in a minute. Like, (laughs) You know what I mean? There's never like the news clip of like... Blank Senator got up on the floor for one minute, said everything you need to know about health care. There, there is no character that fits that mold of like Fox News on repeat, like Senator Cruz killed it today. One minute, he told you everything you needed to know about the federal. You know what I mean? That uh-huh. doesn't exist, which makes me think it's kind of like it, it gives me a little insight to who these people are and what they're doing. Because she gets up and she, like the game is how long winded can you be? But it's not just that. The game is more how good are you at the rituals of being a politician? Yeah, and th- and this is like like this is an es- game. This is an esteemed ritual that you can get up and take the floor hostage and blabber for nine hours. Now, there's nothing productive about that. Like when people say, "Hey, Trump's not a politician. Get us a politician." Well, what is a politician? They're great at 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 rituals that are essentially ineffective. Like, imagine going to apply, hey, what are your skill sets? I can talk for nine straight. Like, if you need someone to waste the time of other people for the entire duration of a workday, I got that down. 
Like, if you need someone who might be able to get change or compromise going, that's not me. You need someone who's going to make intelligent, not that person either. But if you need someone who can waste everyone else's time for nine <laughs> straight hours, I got you. Yeah, I hear you. That's politicians. So basically what she was doing was she was reading, like, letters from uh, from immigrants, like um, people who were, you know, DACA people. And I was thinking how great it would be if someone managed to sneak in, like, one, one prank one. Like, she's like reading she's up there like she's reading all these like ones like hey, my name is Jose I came here for a better life and uh, to sleep with American women but they will not sleep with me so now I rape them I sell drugs and I rape them because uh, Donald Trump <laughs> just like every stereotype Donald Trump tried to say in the election um, alright now here's the craziest part so she's up there for nine straight hours or eight straight hours whatever it is Firstly, she wore four-inch heels the entire time. Whew. Secondly, from what I can tell, I tried fast-forwarding a bunch of times to see if there was, like, a break in the action. Or a change in... I don't think she took a bathroom break. Good for her, man. You gotta be fueled by serious spite. That is dark energy that you're harnessing if you're standing in... She might have been wearing a diaper. Fine, even if she's wearing... If you're standing... She, she knew she was going in for the long haul. If you're standing... She might have slapped one of those on. In high heels... For nine hours, you're harvesting spite energy. There's there's no love there. You know that doesn't come from a place of love. Yeah. That comes from a place that you're 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 harvesting the dark, the dark, right. the dark arts. That's a. This is a fucking Sith. You probably don't even. You're not. No. You're not a Jedi guy. I know. I know that I don't know what that is. All right, I'm gonna speed up here a little bit. Adam Schiff. I'm calling him Balloon Face Ass Mouth from now on. <laughs> Got a balloon for a face and ass for a mouth. He's the uh, representative from uh, uh, from California. He's the one who's all over Trump on the news all the time with the Russian collusion thing. He's the uh, one who's like in charge of the Senate committee that's investigating that's it. Totally. Anyways, he dude zoned out on he got, that. He got stuff. he got pranked pretty good. Which how so? Two Russian comedians called him up as if they had like house intel, like intel for him. Nice. And they, and they put out the phone call. It's eight minutes of him on the phone. How'd they how'd they get to him? Probably just called his office and... Yeah, basically. Yeah. But, but first and foremost, for all the shit they were giving to Trump Jr. about meeting with people to get incriminating information, th- this is essentially him on the phone with this, doing exactly Trying that. to... Talking to... A, now, fine, maybe that information was t- supposedly to expose Trump in his collusion, but in doing so, you're talking to a foreign government to try and get dirt on a political opponent. Okay, so that's first and foremost. Secondly, is the one part of the information that they were saying that they had um, was, and you can go to this. It's about three ten in, but they're saying we like we have pictures of we have pictures of Donald Trump and he's naked with uh, and 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 so Schiff is like, um, and you can provide this evidence, which is basically being like, can I can I see Trump's dick? <laughs> How do I get my hands on this? You can just text it to me. All right, so now. We finally had the resolved um, the the our debt crisis. Um, they figured out a way that we can not have to keep on shutting down the government. And so what happened is this is what they came out and said afterwards. No one would suggest that it's perfect, but we worked hard to find common ground, and we agreed. Well, let's just spend more money. <laughs> you want your military spending? I want my health care. Why don't we just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just write the check and we can get back together in six months and decide just to spend more of the money. That That's how they resolved it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, $80 billion through the rest of the fiscal year, which runs through September, and $85 billion in fiscal year 2019, in addition to $140 billion in emergency war funds. Oh, yeah. According Now, and by the way, that's ridiculous. Like Emergency. Like, emergency. Yeah, you know, if we have an emergency, like we'll figure, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Now, cities look to hire fees to pay the bill. So, oh, wait, can we go back to that? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, Because I think... A little bit of a result of that, the stock market stock market has been like tanking beyond belief. Oh, and Trump said the funniest thing. Did he say anything? Yeah, yeah. Trump. Hold Trump, on, wait. What did he say? Um, Trump responded. Oh, this was. Um, he had, okay. Here, here was Trump. He broke the silence Wednesday about the market term, turmoil. In the old days, when good news was reported, the stock market would go up. Mm-hmm. Today, when good news is reported, the stock market goes down. Big mistake. And when we have such so much great news about the economy. Now that, that's what he tweeted. Yeah. Now, what's funny about that? that one. It's, like, it, it's like he thinks he can go to Wall Street and go, "Listen, Dow Jones. I don't know if you realize it. I'm the president, Dow. Okay. Listen, S and like, like as if it was a person. Listen, S and P. 
I'm the president. Everything's just, fine. You seem to think it's not fine. You keep going up. up. I'll get the chat. Like, like that's not the See, way. I didn't know yeah. that he tweeted that, and I was hoping that this this would have been so fucking Trump of him if when he finally mentioned or talked about it, it would have been great if he said, like, issued an apology. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, you know, I, I, I've been the one behind all this going up. Um, I'm, I'm just a little bit behind. I'm the one who's making this go down. Like, if he stuck to his script of, like, that he's still controlling this, I think that would have been such a better play. Like, guys, I'm, you know... Well, terrible apologies for you know the stock market moving down, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to get it back up. I hear it. All right, wouldn't we, that been wouldn't that been a no, much I think, better angle? No, I think his better strategy from the outset would have been to never have taken credit for well, obviously, the highs, but he's, he's and been, um, he's been doing that like beyond belief. Yeah, so I think he's I think he's totally he's pot committed. Yeah, I think he's pot committed. So that's why I'm saying he should. Say he that should he's take the, guy the who credit for not the How do you credit, take but credit for it not going take down? the credit, take the blame for it going down. Also, and then it just, it just. But if he starts taking the bra- the blame for it going down now, what happens if it continues to go down or it goes down worse? Well, you're saying he should pot commit even more. You're that's saying what I'm he saying. should, go he all should in. double down on this. He should like, go all in. He should apologize. It's like and he made like this is what guys, I'm so sorry that it's this like, is happening. Um, you know, I'm. You know, I'm in the back rooms trying to work out this, as you said. Like, yeah. I'm I'm having multiple meetings with with the Dow and the VIX and the you know like all this you know like, he and I'm two, working to to he had <laughs> to like, get all these guys he back. He had a two nine offsuit, and he just decided I'm going to try and buff bluff the pot, yeah. and so he pushed in heavy. And then other people called. And the fact that other people called seems it to suggest him. that, you know, they probably either had like low pocket pairs or yeah, if they're like, not raising. like an ace king, you know, because they weren't raising, but they didn't mind his aggressive play. Mm-hmm. Now the, the flop comes out and it's all high cards. It's like a king, queen, maybe ace. And they're all the same color. So you got flush draws on the table. You got straight draws on the table. And you the got other guys just have like two high pair. cards. You got people flowing with high cards, and you got your 10-2 garbage, and you're saying, at this point, you got to go all in. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, he's he's done so much. All right. Um, I hate to cut it early. I, I got <laughs> to get to a spot. So we're, we're going to continue next week is other things that the government is doing to try and raise its funds on the local level and why you shouldn't be fooled that debt isn't a problem. Look, it's like a to-be-continued. There we go. That was pretty, and I, I hit that and, pretty and good. And you even, like, even, like, it was the... Kind of, oh, we got to rap like, like, got, like traditional radio. Like, like I was a, a, a guest on your show, and like it was just, it was like a hard commercial break that we were heading into. We, we are. It is a hard commercial break. All and, right. Um, so let's, let's uh, all right. Hit the road. <laughs> Later, dudes. <laughs>